Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Volume 1 of Hush. I hope you're all having a good night out there. I'm here with my co-host, Chris. Hey, how you doing out there? Hope everybody's having a good night so far. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. First of the month is tomorrow. How about those Raiders, though? Preseason's a little rough right now, but I think we can pull through in the actual season itself, ready to go beast mode on everybody else in the NFL. Yeah, that's a pretty good point, Kim. I'm pretty excited to see Marshawn Lynch get out there and get some support for Derek Carr. But, you know, the thing that's been kind of getting to me lately is how is Matthew Safford, the quarterback of the Detroit Lions, getting paid more than any other active quarterback in the league right now? I, I don't get it. I mean, the Lions have never even seen the playoffs in years. And now you're going to give this guy money? I, I don't even know what to say about that. Makes no sense at all. No sense whatsoever. It's almost like LeBron James leading the Suns, like the way you said earlier. <laughs> but about Seattle, though, that's our opponent tonight. Seattle itself, beautiful city. Loved it out there. Love the state of Washington. Don't be surprised if you see me out there pretty soon. So beautiful. I know my co-host can agree with me. Yeah, Seattle actually wasn't really on my radar. We actually went there. Very crowded city, a lot of construction. But once you're outside of that, I couldn't believe how green it actually was out there. It was ridiculously, ridiculously green. And the fact that they were actually 52 days into a drought with no rain, just being out there, you would have never thought. It's it's amazing. And coming back out here, huge, huge in the Donald Trump voyage, huge difference. Sorry to keep you distracted with these other topics. Um, I know what you guys are here for, for the nitty gritty. We'll get down and dirty later. Uh, I just want to go ahead and just see how everybody's doing tonight. This is our first volume of this podcast. Actually, first time working on a podcast. We're quite excited to go ahead and bring this exclusive to you. And without further ado, we'll be getting into the hot topics in just a bit. Just stay tuned.
And our first steamy topic of the night is pictures or videos and or both. Do you like them? Thoughts and experiences? Do you do them during, after even, sexting? What are your thoughts on that? That's a very interesting topic. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure during the whole sexting experience you're sending pics and videos but how about doing your own little adult video um i personally i i like the idea i mean sometimes it kind of takes away from the moment but then at the same time it intensifies it when you can see what you're doing and uh see what they're doing but at the same time it's just to kind of be one of those things where after it's done you can find a nice quiet section in your house or your office or porta potty wherever you feel like you could be by yourself and just take a look at them and just see about yeah you know what that was a nice night don't have to play everything off of memory what do you think about it Kim what do you what do you like I definitely like looking at them in the porta potty <laughs> I think that's an ideal place to look at your pictures and videos Obviously, you already know I'm a big fan of it. Why not when the moment hits you, you know? YOLO, I guess you could say. Um, it's just fun. It's exciting. Gives you that thrill factor. And like he said, it's something to look back on. You don't want anybody to look at that, so put a lock on those pictures. Put a lock on those videos. Make as many vaults as you need on your phone. Get <laughs> hide them. But yeah, it's always fun to look back at, I feel. Um, speaking about afterwards, oh, most definitely with the fetish that I have, it's a necessity. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Uh, during sexting, I mean, I think these days it's hard to say who hasn't done it. And I know it's, you know, it's just the way the society is so far. I mean, if you have a phone, you have the multimedia, why not have a little fun? Of course, you know, by doing this, it can hurt your reputation if it does get exposed. At this point, though... I would probably just want to it myself if something like that were to happen to me. I mean, it is what it is. I did what I did. You can't take things back. I mean, it was just something that at the moment. So I figure the way that our media is saturated with sex, it's no different. And I'm not going to change what I've done either. I have fun with it. And those are my thoughts and experiences about it. That's a good point. Um... I just feel that, you know, when you save them, like you said, lock them up because people could be so fucking nosy every once in a while. You're trying to sit there, look at your pictures, feel someone breathing down your neck and they looking at your pictures too. Like they were fucking invited to that shit. Nah, see, I'm sorry. I just started getting all vulgar. But, you know, that's just how I see it. Like, I mean, I got private file. I got lock and key. I got junk stove. You find this shit. Even if you try type of locks on mine. But I mean, I think I think it's a good way to entice, especially when you and your partner talk a lot, or you feel like there's a lot of sexual. Um, I want to say tension, but a lot of sexual chemistry between one another, and you know, you just get those recordings, and like you said, is you don't have to picture them in your mind. You can just kind of take a look at them, and and honestly, sometimes they're hard. They're hotter than just watching porn. I mean, you have your own porn because you're starring in it. They're starring in it. You get to look back at it, get to see yourself, get to see your partner. 
and especially if you have it where it's good sound and like i said that's where it also comes in mind make sure you know where you're at when you're watching those videos or looking at those pictures um but it's 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 something that before when i started becoming active um it wasn't something i thought about uh, it wasn't even really anything i really shared but like kim said it's it's starting to become part of society and i think that's a lot of people are now with tinder and uh um meet me and plenty of fish and you know those those different types of sites i'm pretty sure match.com i'm pretty sure it does it too where they say meet your for, meet your match there yeah okay um but I think that that's how a lot of people started to get into each other. I think it's also a good way for people to break the ice um, as far as, you know, letting their curiosity run wild and get to see, you know, pretty much how they envision. Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there who are like, you know, I wonder what that person looks like when they're naked. But then you talk to them and then if it gets into that conversation and then you see it and you're like, oh, okay, I can, I can see that. But... That's just that's pretty much how I see sting is, but I think it's even better when you're in a relationship as well, um, just because it makes things a lot more steamier. It's kind of like dating again for the very first time, and it's just very enticing. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think um, when it comes to actually being in the relationship, if you know that your partner's having a rough day, why not send him a picture of your ass <laughs> or even other <laughs> other assets? I'm just saying, you know, they send that picture, give them some good hope. But I think it gets a little bit, for me at least, a little bit more of a um, an issue when I'm single, I guess. I mean, I don't want to be on these dating sites and being asked if I'm down to fuck or if I'm ready to send pictures just right off the blue. I think you got to work yourself up to that, at least with some females. I'm one of those, you know, you got to work your way, try to see anything. Um, there's a lot of people out there, though, that just don't care. And that's how they live their style. Um, you know, I'm not going to judge any of that. That's just not my preference of how I prefer to go about it. But I think when you're involved with somebody, why not have those pictures or videos to look back on? That's my main thing, just looking back, looking back at the moment. And, yeah, it is like your own little mini porn video starring you. So be proud of what you've done. Unless that gets out, then own up to your consequences. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know about like right off the bat in a message, just sending out pictures like that, you know. And I've sent a few in my time, but that's just not the type of approach that I like toward it. I definitely think it brings more intimacy towards a long-lasting relationship that you're trying to build. Or even rekindling something, like the way me and Chris are currently doing, just something like that, where it brings back the excitement that you may have lost yeah that's also a good point um like i said it's <laughs> it's not romantic and it's not even really enticing where you're just talking to someone's like hey how are you oh i'm doing good how are you doing oh i'm fine what do you do for work oh you know i i work at the mall oh that's cool and then the next ticket next text message is going to be like hey let me see your dick like <laughs> it's like you know at least take me out to dinner first or something but I think, like I said, it, I think it's it's a good way to, like I said, rekindle. It's a good way to to get out of friend zone if you're currently stuck in it. My hat's off to you if you are still stuck in it. May the gods protect you. 
Um, but like I said, another thing that transitions from sexting is is like I said, it's like pictures. It's it's even though if they don't say anything, it's just hey, let me see them, and you know, and then if they send that picture to you, I mean, sometimes you don't know, ladies. Sometimes that can brighten your eyes, and and guys sometimes it brightens ladies. I mean, it's just sometimes they need that visual pick me up to say, oh yeah, that's mine, rather than just being like, oh I wonder what they're doing right now, or I wish I was with them right now. So is it's a good way to kind of send them, and it it doesn't even have to be anything fully nude. It doesn't even have to be anything, you know, R-rated. It could just be something of just just you and your a smile, or you know, or you know, a tummy shot, or anything like that. But I think we all know that we all do like when you get that unexpected titty text message or that that random dick pic and you're like oh shit that's what's up and it just makes you want to just be like you know what when i see you later i'm gonna smash the shit out of you and that's it those those are those are the good type of pictures even if there's some of the memes that are just sexual in nature that kind of rally you up like oh man like this meme is is funny but i kind of know what they're saying so it's like yeah when it when i when i see him again it's it's game over homie it's game over those are definitely the pros that I support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we know a lot about those pics and videos. <laughs> but now let's talk about if those pictures get into the wrong hands. What are your thoughts about revenge porn? You know, they have a lot of sites like that, especially Pornhub having different videos like that. Even X videos, revenge, uh, revenge porn. What do you think about that? Is that going way too far with it? First of all, big shout out to Pornhub because that's my home away from home. I'm going to tell you that right now. No shame in it because I know y'all watch porn too. Don't act like you don't because you know you do. You're probably watching porn right now as you're listening to this. But it's okay. I don't judge you. Don't judge me. I'm not a Prime member with Pornhub, but, you know, there's a lot of free videos that, you know, you can get down on the get down, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I mean, revenge porn, I mean that's that's a very interesting topic that's very interesting because certain things where when you think of a breakup you think about the guy stalking the girl seeing who she's gonna date next or the girl might be doing the same thing or keying the car or you know smashing your windows however they used to handle any type of jealousy issues and i think it's it's interesting to to see and talk about revenge porn and it's like you know hey you text your ex-girlfriend hey i miss you and then she sends you a picture of her getting smashed from behind of by your best friend or or co-worker or whatever or, <laughs> or your brother or you know a picture of him smashing your sister or he's smashing your brother whichever the case is but i think it's very interesting as far as to see what drives people to do that rather than just let it go or what what is the main reason as to being that spiteful do you have any any ideas from a woman's point of view of what's the benefit of it or what's the what's the downside to it 
I mean, the benefit for the male having those type of pictures, you know, the ex-boyfriend is, hey, I smashed this, that pussy was mine, and now let me go ahead and show the world what it is, you know, um, by releasing that, you know, kind of similar to Rob Kardashian and Black China, unfortunately. <laughs> I didn't even think about bringing them up on the show, but yeah, something like that, you know, it's a type of empowerment when you get those type of pictures, so just to release them to try to destroy somebody. I could kind of see that being the main motive, you know, is just this was mine at one point and let me show the world what I had. Um, you know, that's how I could see it in re regards to the man releasing type of videos or pictures that he may have had with that girl. Um, if he's trying to just get back at the girl because she banged somebody that he knew and he makes a, a video and puts it out and it's her best friend. Yeah, well, we all know what the motive is behind that. I mean, he was hurt, obviously, so he's going about it his own way. But to be that person to want to release that type of material in a spiteful way, um, I don't really know what drives people to do that. I don't know. I mean, life is crazy. You'll say that you, you'll never do one thing one minute, and then you find yourself doing it. So, I mean, I don't think I'd be capable of, trying to expose somebody I, I wouldn't want that to happen to myself like I said if it comes to the point where I was exposed I would just own up to it what else can you do you know um but I just find it a little edgy I mean I, I like to watch revenge porn videos I you know I think they're hot but I don't know about actually going through and actually putting that out there for the world to see that's bold even though they may be in a spiteful mind state um, how's it like from a man's point of view? First off, guys, don't do it. That's that's just a, the bottom line is because from a guy's point of view, guy goes out and does it. I sometimes think guys take breakups a lot differently. And I think that they would do it to really just kind of feel better but then at the same time is depending also how it ended so if your ex-girlfriend isn't talking to you or she's declining your calls yeah you're going to be hurt and you're going to probably want to you know go out there and find the first piece of ass that you can find and you know or you want to go out there and you find somebody and just like and like kim said it's like you know show the pictures or the videos and saying yeah this was mine blah 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 but at the same time is you have to figure out that that's eventually going to catch back up to you. You know, you can't just sit there and and get into it just because she hurt your feelings or he hurt your feelings, whatever the case is. But um, on the bright side is, like I said, it, it could be one of those things where you could be the type of people that knows that your ex-boyfriend slept with your friend and maybe you want to see it. Or vice versa. Maybe, you know, it's the boyfriend is asking girlfriend, hey, I want to see what you did after we broke up. And maybe that might reignite that exotic fire that, you know, that he had. Because, I mean, I know there's guys out there that like to hear about, you know, who their girlfriend smashed and how they did it. And there's the same thing about sometimes there's some girls out there who like to hear how their boyfriends did it. And not just who you slept with or how many times did you fuck. It's how did you fuck? How did you finish? Where did you come at? Did she give you head? Did you go down on her? Did you play with her? You know, stuff like that. And I think that's, I think in a sense, I think it to me, it's kind of hot. 
but at the same time, I mean, revenge porn, I mean, it's hot to watch, but, you know, it ain't real. You know, they getting paid for it. Yeah, money definitely talks. Sure does. Like I said, I don't know the motives of those people. I'll watch it. I can never see myself doing that. Just pure exposure. You I mean, you got to put yourself in, in those shoes, and how would you feel? I know I wouldn't like it. But, I mean, jumping from revenge porn to the topic about your partner's sexual history in detail, uh, I have mixed feelings about that one. I mean, for some people, it's erotic, it's hot, turns them on. For others, they may get turned off, may want to kick their partner out of the bed. It all depends on sometimes who the story is with. I know that's what it's like for me. There's a certain person that I don't want anything about at all, but I'll hear from others <laughs> that were in the past of Chris's life. <laughs> yes, that is actually a very true fact. Um, so yeah, so it's 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 kind of edgy because like she said it depends on who the person is and if they bother to hear about it but um but other than that if it's some another random story or or person that they didn't know about or just a one night stand hookup i mean i think it's i think it's okay to kind of tell that but it also like i said always be respectful as far as with your partner make sure you know it's obviously not something that's going to hurt them because what's the point of telling them the story if you're trying to smash but then at the same time it's they're not letting you because you know you're throwing it out the wrong person so probably want to make sure you don't do that um but other than that i mean i mean when it comes to Yeah, that's right. Give her the money shot, but don't keep her waiting too long. I mean, there's nothing more annoying than being on all fours, waiting for him to get his phone out so he could record what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, a pussy can go dry in those few seconds. Please capitalize and execute. Capitalize and execute. Yeah, if you're trying to if you're trying to get that money shot, boy, you better have that camera in hand. And it better be already recording by the time you get up there. Because like she said, she's not going to sit there on all fours or on her knees and wait for it with her mouth open, waiting for you to, to fill her up, fill her mouth up, but at the same time. Or fill her up. Or fill her up, just depending on where you're at during your session. Um, but yeah, this is, you want to make sure that you, you at least have your camera already pre-recording or within reach or within reach definitely because i mean 
if you have if it's on the phone I'm pretty sure it only takes you two seconds to fire up the camera if it doesn't you're probably gonna have to wait till next time so go ahead nut in her on her around her on the floor on the cat on the dog I don't care but don't worry don't worry about that there's always next time but my personal opinion if you haven't tried it definitely try it yeah just uh, you know make sure it's not somebody that you think will be vengeful and spiteful you know don't put it into the hands of a river a revenge porn artist just saying <laughs> protect yourself before you redirect yourself <laughs> yeah so one of the topics though that we had just dived into earlier was partners past you know i definitely want to go ahead and get some other people's thoughts and experiences about that i mean does that is that something that turns people on in general is that something that's a little strange to work with you know one of those strange fetishes um like i said some people get completely repulsed by the thought of the past um in the meantime i feel like that's actually been a fact that's been keeping us stronger this time i guess you could say i mean nothing's guaranteed that's just how i see things in general but i think that the openness communication the honesty in a strange way has kind of brought us even closer so I don't know, I mean, would you share your whole stories with your partner? Or do you feel like that's a no-no? Me, personally, I like it because I don't know if any of you knows about Kim, but she has a very unique way of telling stories. Because, you know, with her being a writer and a true writer. A real writer, yes. It's amazing to see that when she tells me an experience that she had it's not just oh that's cool i mean you i could reread an experience and i can actually visualize it and you know it, it it's a turn on I'm not even gonna lie about it it's it's weird but it's just kind of exciting because she paints a picture she doesn't just tell you experience and you're just like oh that's cool or oh, i didn't need to hear that shit no it's like yo I felt like I was actually sitting on a couch watching you get fucked by another dude and it is crazy but at the same time it's you know you have to be open-minded that's the biggest thing be open-minded I know the first thing you're gonna want to do is be jealous but think about it you're with that person now you're especially if that person is saying you're the best you're you've always been the best but they're still able to tell you a story about the past don't think that oh just because they told you that they're thinking about that person all the time no yes they had to put themselves in that situation to to think about the story to retell it to you yes but not in a way for them to hurt you it's just saying hey if you ask for it they'll tell you and i like i said i i think at first i was a I was a little standoffish about it, but then I realized I was pretty close-minded about a lot of things, and I wasn't the type of person that would give, you know, thoughts to it. But the more and more that we shared and we were open about it, it just it just kind of bloomed in a sense to where it was exciting to hear. And sometimes we'd be up until two, three o'clock in the morning, and she's just telling me a story and after she falls asleep I go back and I check the story and I read it again and I'm just like man this was this was intense and I think in a sense it makes me want her even more especially after reading 
any type of experience story and it's not just oh i suck some dude's dick behind you know a walmart or something it's like yeah this is where it started this is what we talked about this is how it started i mean there's a lot of places where foreplay plays a lot of a lot of um how can i say it it plays a huge factor into how those stories are told it's not just oh it's just sex it was like this is how it was this is how it started this is how we got into it this is how we fucked and this is how we finished and i personally think like i said it's a it's a great thing and i think that if you and your partner are willing to be open-minded definitely definitely just just dabble in it but the biggest thing that you have to go into it is do not do not i stress can i stress this enough do not be jealous do not think the person is trying to hurt you they're just trying to share an experience with you and the best thing you can do is just to sit there and listen and just just take it in or however you want to but definitely 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 go in with an open mind i'd say that tinge of jealousy was definitely there with me i'm not gonna lie about that just certain things that i didn't want to hear about um but with an open mind, which I guess you could say I've generally been to develop over the past few years, it wasn't as bad as I thought with certain things, you know? I mean, the past is the past. You, you really can't change that at all. I mean, you're here now. There's certain things, again, that I'm not willing to hear, and he understands that and what the boundaries are with that. So, I mean, with some people it could be complete openness. With others, there are some limitations to it. I feel like with me, there's limitations. A little bit of jealousy, because it's like, I don't know, it's just a female possessive kind of thing. It's at least speaking for myself. I can't speak for all females, uh, but it's natural within me, I guess. And then when you realize that at the end of the day, that's who you're with, they're not focused on anybody else, then why not continue to just make stories with that person now? And then you can look back into our of the hot experiences you had together as you know they share some of the ones in their past I mean it's all being open-mindedly I see um coming to this point at least of where we're now with our relationship yeah so um like I said it's it's just that's the thing because I mean especially if you just keep it just about sex I mean I mean, you know, I want to hear about you know, good times and bad times because we all know that you wouldn't have been in a relationship or you wouldn't have been with the person if at one point you didn't have a good time with them. But what, what we're trying to say is it's not about that. It's about just the experiences and, and the quote-unquote fucking activities that were went on with it. And I think that's where where it's mainly focused on because I mean honestly that's mainly what people care about they don't care what movies you guys went to see and what parks you went to no fuck that nobody cares we want to know how did he fuck you or how did she fuck you did you take it or did you receive it or did you give it or however it is doesn't matter what your orientation is or how you did it it's just one of those things where you know you just kind of have to go with the flow and just just be open-minded about it. We definitely like to keep an open mind here. And with that, I do want to go ahead and move into the next topic, which is public sex. And so what we like to hear is basically any places or experiences. And 
we'll go ahead and share our own. Um, yeah, I'd say definitely, <laughs> definitely parks. <laughs> and that one time that a cop caught us. Yeah, that's a story for the books. Yeah, we actually did get caught. That's a good question too. Have you ever been caught? Has anybody ever walked in on you? And if it wasn't sex, was it just masturbation? Like, did you ever have somebody ruin your happy time moment? <laughs> Yeah, definitely one for the books about the cop, though. I mean, that's definitely one. And that was in a park. Um, I won't expose the name of the park, so we won't go into those type of details. But yeah, cop it was Lincoln. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what he said. <laughs> so yeah, when it comes to it, I mean, I think when the mood hits, I mean, if you're not out there exposing yourself to kids, come on, we don't want that type of exposure. Um to do it wherever whenever the mood hits i mean i'm pretty sure people are hearing this and they're like oh my god not kim and some others are like damn tell us what you've done so i would say by, um parks for sure um yeah i mean <laughs> yards <laughs> in front of yards <laughs> so beside wherever the car is parked <laughs> So besides parks, I mean, there's parking lots. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. There's, um, there's, um. I've never see. done it in a mall. Yeah, there's a mall. <laughs> uh, there's elevators. A fitting room. A fitting room, that's a <laughs> good one. Tell us about that one, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so. You don't have to expose the company name, you know. <laughs> so back in 2007, I believe it was. If most of you know me, you knew where I was working at in 2007. Um, it was a girl I was previously dating. Um, we were at the register. I was currently working. Uh, she was using my discount because she was buying something. And she had, we were, got on the subject about public sex. And she had said that I was never up for it. I told her anytime any place anywhere and so she said well how about here right now and I was like well I'm working right now so I can't so she said well I guess you're not gonna do anytime anywhere any place well my co-worker was saying well you did she did say that and you did acknowledge that so if you don't you're a liar so I said you know what cool let's do this so we went back to the fitting rooms um, we went to the largest one, which was normally for, um, for, for wheelchair accessible. So it was the largest one in there. So we went there, um, sat on the bench. Uh, she started going down on me, uh, <laughs> which was interesting because you hear nothing but kids running around and, and parents trying to control their kids. And, um, yeah, so we ended up, um, having a quickie, uh, fucking on the, the little bench <laughs> that was in the room, um, pulled out and, uh, came all over her underwear, so I literally had to get dressed, <laughs> walk to the front, and buy her a new pair of underwear. So, yeah, it was, it was intense, because it was a busy day, uh, there was a lot of kids running around, um, but... It's, it wasn't the fact of doing it there. It is pretty exciting. Um, especially, it's, I guess it's the thrill and the adrenaline of getting caught. 
but at the same time, I know it's a lot of fear because what happens if you actually do get caught? Because there are laws that will put you in jail if you do get caught. So, it's a, it's a, it was pretty interesting. But like I said, there's, there's different public places um, that can do even, even the topic of of roadhead. I mean, that's still public. You're still on the highway. Um, you know, or the street, or whichever, and people could still see you out in the public light, so, you know, that's also something you have to take into consideration, but why do you do it? It's because of pure excitement and joy you'll get out of it. Yeah, I think sex is nothing without a, that adrenaline rush. Um, going back to the public places, I'd say, yeah, definitely by the pool. There was a pool in the backyard, so like I said, in a yard. Um, I wasn't at work, but the person was, actually. Um, in the middle of their shift, and that was pretty intense too, you know. Um, just knowing that anybody, his coworkers were actually there as well. Anybody could have came out. It's always that type of adrenaline rush that gets you going, that keeps it very exciting, especially being outside. I mean, if it wasn't his coworkers, it could have just been the neighbor walking outside to look over. And the way that it was was a. We were downhills. The neighbors were uphill. They could have just came out easily, saw what was going on, um, on the patio table and patio chair. Um, I mean, that didn't happen, thank God. But if it did, then it did. I mean, it's something that happens in the heat of the moment. You can't really stop that kind of thing. So I would say that definitely was pretty exciting. Parks for sure. I remember this one time uh, we had done it, and there was a soccer game going on, probably about. Huh, 50 feet away maybe <laughs> it's terrible I know I'm a terrible person <laughs> it was fun though I have no regrets whatsoever about any of my experiences with anybody um, yeah I mean when it comes to public I'm, I'm for it but like I've told Chris my most favorite spot is the bed I mean you're just, you're just comfortable so much ways to maneuver and so many things you could do just in your own bedroom yeah, I mean that's a that's a good spot. Um but yeah, like I said when it comes to public, I mean it's just like like she was saying, it's like, you know, obviously not in front of kids and you know, unfortunately that soccer game was well, those kids, but oh well, they were more interested in playing the game rather than the two people fucking in the middle of the field. Um but yeah, that's just that's just one of the things. It's like I said, it's I mean, it's like parks. I I think parks just have that reputation of when you say you're going to a park at at night, you're either going to smoke, do a hit, or fuck. And that's basically the three things that you do when it gets dark at a park. You don't just go to a park at night to talk. Because then you, if you want to just talk, you can go for a drive. You can go to Walmart and walk around. You could do a whole bunch of other stuff. But you're not going to go to a park at night to quote unquote talk. But um, but yeah, I mean, public, public sex is, is just one of those things that sometimes you want to spice it up. And, you know, don't get me wrong. The bedroom, I think, is I think is hands down anyone's favorite. It's because it's a bed. You could do whatever you want. You can move around. But sometimes it's just public sex. It's just kind of that, that you know, you need to kind of just bang one out. And, you know, if you guys are in the mood, you know, just be in the mood and let it happen. And, and like I said, yeah, risk of getting 
you know the police called on you but mm-hmm. unfortunately we actually didn't have the police called on us we were actually just part of this random troll of getting people out of the park so i'm pretty sure at that time we were not the only ones but he was really nice about it he understood he even said that people called him officer Cockblock, um just because that that's basically what he's been doing is is going out there and stopping people from having that time I forgot all about that nickname. I was just embarrassed to cover myself up at the time. That's amazing that you still remember the nickname. <laughs> well, it's because I had to kind of look straight at him with a flashlight shining my face and my dick hanging out. And um, your titties. So, yeah, it's kind of, it was kind of interesting because it's like, are you really wanting to put on our clothes or are you just staring at us? But, like I said, it could have been a whole lot worse that could have been done. Um, but like I said, he didn't even impose a warning. All he just said was, hey guys, the park closes at 10. That was a little bit. No, no threats or anything like that. But no, I do remember though. He asked if we were cheating on each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was true. And um, at that time, we were engaged, and he said, "Oh well, congratulations." Strangers, congratulations. <laughs> Strange. Yeah, it was strange and weird. But like I said, it, it um it was one of those things where it just strikes us in the moment. Even now, uh, that's one of the things that we do. It still strikes us in the moment. Um. Um, her family even had a thing for it. Every time we would go out, they said uh, going out for ice cream, because uh, that's what we used to tell them. We're like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to Dairy Queen, and at that time, the Dairy Queen around the around the way wasn't open yet, so we had to actually literally drive to a Dairy Queen. But most of the times we went out, Dairy Queen was already closed, and Baskin Robbins was already closed, so technically wasn't a place to get ice cream unless you want to go to McDonald's. But we all know that. Every time you want ice cream and you go to McDonald's, their machine is broken. So, yeah, so that's kind of how it's called. We still kind of joke about it and still call it that because, you know, we are still technically going out to get dessert, but may not be ice cream, but close enough. Oh, you know you love this dessert. <laughs> it's my favorite, especially after any meal, actually. And then uh, going down, that's my favorite meal, of course. Yeah, so, I mean, with all the kinky stories that I've had, things that I've done, it's strange. Public sex isn't at the top of my list, but I've done it before. And I'd say, honestly, the person I've done it the most with is probably Chris, honestly. Um, looking back at all my stories, everything else is in the comfort of a home or a hotel room. <laughs> Except for uh, when Chris and I were spontaneous. I mean... If you look back, I knew him from 19 years, when I was 19 years, to about 23 years. That was the initial first part of our relationship before we started rekindling. So being at that age, I was willing to explore and try new things. And then being settled down with somebody was even more reason for the intimacy to be more spontaneous, to give me that adrenaline rush. I mean... That was really what I was looking for, just open-minded, good time, and with somebody that I had feelings for. So wherever the mood hit is wherever we would do that. But I don't, I don't, when I think about it, I don't think I really dive too deep into public sex too much. I mean, if it happens, then it happens. I'm not going to complain. Truth is, I can't always get off with me and a lot of the time taken in order to reach that moment. Um, but just for fun, you know, yeah, most definitely, hands down, it's something that I would recommend trying at least once in your lifetime. 
Yeah, and and especially just a touch on the quickie thing is, I don't know how some of you guys do it, but I can't. I I don't know what it is, and and most of the time is that's all we do is we do quickies, but um, even when we even when we say hey let's make it a quickie, <laughs> yeah you know forty five minutes later we're still going at it, so it's it's pretty it's pretty different, um, so. So yeah, so I mean, I think that's what makes public sex great is when you can do the quickies and you can bend them over the over the bench or into the bathroom or or on a bench with people walking by. Yeah. Or on the hood of a car or you know, you know, in the back seat open, whichever the case is. Try both doors. <laughs> or both doors. You know, cuz sometimes you need that ventilation cuz in a car I'm telling you, super hot. Gotta have that Gatorade. Gatorade for days. <laughs> Especially out here, it is like fucking in a sauna, <laughs> and I can tell you now. You don't want to pass out. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't want to pass out. You don't want to dehydrate. You don't. You don't want to just straight up overheat. You don't want your heart to explode. <laughs> so if you're fucking out in Arizona in public, please have your water, have your Gatorade, have something with you to drink afterwards. Or just be considerate of each other's health and get a hotel room. <laughs> do something. <laughs> get something with some air. You know, even if you got to take some breaks and just do that. I would, I would recommend just getting an ice cooler. Just take it with you. Take you some water. At least, or at least stop at the store. Get a gallon of water. Yeah, something. Rub the ice all over your nipples. Put it in your mouth. Suck his dick afterwards. Mm. And guys, <laughs> don't don't be don't be shy to that either. Like I said, get some ice. Lick the pussy. Do it all you want. But like I said, lick the nipples with it. Make sure you get a cold tongue. Tell you, man, girls like that shit. Um, but yeah, it's just like I said, public public sex is it's just one of those things even if you're not into it all the time at least it once in a while try it just just give it a shot you know if you're if you're too embarrassed you know don't you know no one is forcing you to do it we're just simply just suggesting that if you want to try something new try that it's a great start with everything being said tonight, definitely want to thank everybody that is listening. If there are any listeners out there, uh, thank you for letting us take an hour of your time. I know time is crucial. Time is important. And we really thank you for tuning in tonight. Hopefully we didn't bore you with our sex talk, you know. Um, it's going to only get more risque from here. Um, there's a lot that we want to go in and dive into, talk about, you know. I mean, some of our future topics are motherhood versus sexuality, MILFs, just to give you a sneak peek, um, condom usage, you know, we're definitely going to get into a lot of different things as we um, proceed with this journey. We definitely thank you for lending us your ears, really, and just tuning in. We appreciate that so much. Yeah, I mean, that's, that means you pretty much wrap it up in a nutshell. Um, like I said, we're going to get into different topics, um, especially if you guys have any ideas. Um, if you know us, like I said, um, email us or, or you know, text us. If you just have any just general questions or hit us up on, on Facebook, um, Instagram. Um, if you have any questions or concerns or you actually want to join the podcast um, or you want us to talk about a certain subject, we are... Like I said, we're very open-minded as far as what we do. 
um, as long as it's not anything that's discriminatory against race, religion, sexuality, and nature. This is a completely open show, so feel free to express what you want to say or what you want to ask or what you want to talk about. And we'll be more than likely to be down for that. Um, but like she said, is we are going to get into a lot of risky topics besides the MILFs and, and everything like that. I mean, we're going to dive into, you know, anal and and just porn in general. Um, you know, where do you like the guy to finish? Um, girls, how do you finish? What positions work out best for you? Um, just to kind of give you, like I said, an example, those are some of the things that we are going to be willing to dive in. Nothing is is off the table. Um, but like I said, we also want to make sure that it's a completely comfortable environment. So uh, thank you for, like I said, for giving us a listen, just kind of just to join in and and see what we're all about and you know we'll definitely be able to to let you guys know when the next episode is going to be and like i said if you have our information reach out to us if you like to be part of the show or you just want to call in and and just kick the bullshit with us we're more than happy to do that with you as well yes most definitely i want to emphasize that it is a judgment-free zone so with a lot of the open-mindedness we want to make sure that we're not trying to promote any type of hate or violence we definitely don't want that kind of kind of attention on our show so we want to keep that uh, respectful but at the same time i want you to feel comfortable speaking about whatever it is that you got to say um you know there'll be a lot of jokes a lot of laughter not towards you but just all together with us here having a good time talking about topic that i fucking love which is sex and again i want to thank everybody for tuning in yeah just another thing um did for for you wanting to be a part of the show you know don't bash your exes <laughs> i mean i know that might be kind of hard but you know if you have experiences with them you're more than welcome to talk about it but you know don't really release any names because like i said we don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable or feel like they're being attacked on here or that this show is giving you the power to attack them um definitely share your experiences even if they're even if they're negative but like i said we just don't want anyone to be put on blast um kim and i like i said are more than welcome to share our personal experiences throw our names out there yeah, you could totally anonymous if you'd like. We're not going to go and expose you. I understand with a show like this, there's a lot of professional reputation at stake. Definitely understood that coming into this type of realm and exploring this type of path. So, uh, I mean, I'm willing to put myself out there, and that's just how I see it at this point. And willing to accept whatever comes from that. Um, but at the same time, I do respect the anonymous uh anonymous aspect of people that want to come on here and just express whatever they feel like stating without having to expose who they are that's all all cool with us and with all that being said have a good night yes have a good night and thanks for tuning in hope to catch you guys on the next next podcast yeah that'll be episode two of hush